You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I know that you are aware, as I am, that today is Veterans Day. And so as you listen to this podcast, you're going to join myself and a guest. I've got Zach Bergman from our church family. Zach is a good friend to me, and Zach has got a fantastic career in the military. I I like to refer to Zach as Major Dad. So Major Dad, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate your invitation to be on the podcast today. All right. So... Zach, it's Veterans Day, and I thought you might help us to be able to respect the day well, to encourage people well, uh, but also just as believers to be thinking a little bit about you know how God works uh, in our lives when we're in the military, so we'll know how to pray for our friends, brothers and sisters who are you know, go through deployment or high school kids who head off to boot camp. But let, let's get it started this way. How long have you been in the service, Zach, and why? How, how did you get started in, in the service? So... I joined the military in 1999, uh, really was following in the footsteps of uh, my dad, who was also active duty, started out enlisted in Vietnam, and then went on to have a long career as an officer, um, serving mostly during kind of a peacetime war in the 70s and 80s and 90s. I decided that I kind of wanted to answer the same call, and in, like I mentioned, in 1999, I enlisted, and that's when my career began. Okay. Hey, Zach, I'm doing the math, and if, if you know you and I are about the same age, and so if you if you enlisted in '99, you know that was right before right before 9/11, and That's right. it was not long before we were we were engaged. And so for most of your military career, we we've been fighting in the East, right? Yeah, I, I finished college in '98. Um, and was looking for a career. I thought that I would eventually go into the military. And in, at that time, I just wasn't interested in, in many of the civilian paths that my peers were taking. So uh, th- again, prior to the deployment cycles and the, the wars overseas in the Middle East, I, I decided that I should you know, lace up my boots and try out the military. So, because some of our people won't know what branch you're in, I obviously know. Mm-hmm. I know your story, but so yeah. tell us a little bit about like what what, what are you doing? So, I, I am a um, armor officer in the army. Um, I started out as an aviation refueling technician. I used to fill or refuel all the um, Florida National Guard helicopters, and that really helped me pay for the bills while I was in college. And then <clears throat> I was able, lucky enough, to get a scholarship to go through um, ROTC at the University of Central Florida. At that time, I earned my commission. And in 2001 is when I uh, pinned on my armor branch insignia. Um, Armor branch is the branch that uh, maintains and fights on um, the Army's most lethal uh, piece of equipment, the tank, the M1. So you're a tanker. Abrams, that's right. All right, and so, so Zach, you guys have lived all over the place. Yeah, so... Um, where? Where are you? Yeah, uh, we have been very fortunate. Uh, the Army has taken care of us in terms of good locations to live. Um, while I was at Fort Hood, was really my first duty station in Texas. I met Laura. She was a student at uh, Baylor University. And once she graduated, um, she bypassed medical school and decided to join me in uh, a 
gallivanting across the world. We went to uh, overseas to uh, Alaska and Hawaii, spent some time in Kentucky, Texas, um, Missouri. Eventually made our way down here to Mississippi seven years ago where we basically asked to stay because we liked it so much to kind of finish up our career. Yeah, and so I know that you, you've been all over the place. Your family's moved you know, lots of times. Um, you've been, I think you've been in four deployments. I've been deployed five times overseas, once to uh, uh, Syria, twice to Iraq, and I'm sorry, three times to Iraq, and once, tw- once to Afghanistan. Okay, and uh, and we were around for some of that. You know, I, 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 you and I were friends for the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So, Zach, let me ask you this: As Veterans Day is here, right? Mm-hmm. I realize that when God calls a person into the military, when they're, you know, when a season of their life, whether it was you know four years or whether it was an entire career. You know, when somebody follows the Lord and goes off into military service, it's a unique walk, right? But I also know that, that God works in that space. Like my dad uh, was in the Air Force, and I, all my life I heard him talk about chaplains that influenced him. You know, And, I, and I, I honestly think that while my dad was in the Air Force, he grew in the Lord a lot. Uh, maybe from the influence of some other enlisted guys, but certainly through the influence of chaplains. So, you know, if, if, I, if you could just kind of speak to this... You know, in your years in service, where have you seen the Lord work? You know, in your life or in the life of men around you? Like, I mean, can you kind of give us a snapshot of how the Lord is at work even in the military? So the military, a lot of people think that the military doesn't have uh, strong religious convictions or backgrounds. And just kind of like you alluded to, uh, Laura's uh, paternal grandfather, Brooks Wester, was an army chaplain in World War II. And uh, I myself have had some really great um, interactions and experiences with army chaplains. Uh, They do a great job at inspiring faith and, and helping a soldier through difficult times. But I also feel that um, God has allowed soldiers to always, you know, try to do their best. You know, we always talk about in the army or the military forces uh, being elite or potentially always uh, doing, making maybe the difficult look easy. I, I hear that a lot. Um, and I don't think that could ever be accomplished without uh, God's hand on on these uh, soldiers, airmen, Marines. Uh, I also think that the relationships that I've had with the army chaplains, you know, they're, they're non-denominational. Uh, however, they have always been very inspiring to me. And I have very much always looked forward to uh, interacting with those army chaplains and, and yeah. see what they can provide. Well, and, and I know, you know, just over the years getting to know you and your family. I mean, I know you're, you're a man of great faith. You know, I've enjoyed lots of conversations with you, mm-hmm. you know, as we've talked about the Bible or what God's up to. And so I realized that the military is filled with people who can be ambassadors for the Lord, you know, iron sharpening iron, help, helping another guy grow in the Lord. All right, so let me ask you this. It's Veterans Day. We want to respect the day well. We, you know, we've all got nieces and nephews and cousins and uncles and brothers yeah. and fathers, you know, who are veterans. And we're proud of them. And so, you know, let me ask you this, Zach. Like, in your opinion, what, what, what do we do today? Like, for the civilian, right, for me, what, what do we do today to honor Veterans Day well? Well, I think most veterans just really want to be able to do their job and do it to the best of their ability. I think that there's about a, a s- military members in over 100 countries currently in the world today. And to remember that those veterans are out there being inspired 
not only by their peers, but also the veterans that came before them uh, to make sure that they can do uh, their job to their best uh, is very important. And to know that their family back home is taken care of and watched over and prayed over by congregations across the United States, that's really important to a soldier. I think that as long as a, parent, a soldier knows that he has the abilities to do what he can do to his best ability and that his family's taken care of, um, I think that's the best way to honor these veterans. There's nothing really special about veterans other than they're just doing their job. They really just want to make sure that um, there's no special recognition required. It's just a, hey, I'm going to provide you with the best things that we can to make sure you can defend our country in the, the best way you can. So uh, as a veteran, have you seen civilians do things on Veterans Day that you thought, hey, that was a great idea, meaningful to you? I mean, is it not, <clears throat> if somebody sees you walk by and you're, you're coming home from work, you're still in your fatigues, you know, and somebody somebody says, "Hey, thank you for your service." I mean, is that appropriate? Is that kind of stuff good for you? It's always appropriate, and it's very welcome. I never have felt unappreciated as a veteran. I know past veterans who may be listening may have different experiences. My dad potentially has told me stories that he was a little bit underappreciated. Not that he would ever complain about it when he come home from Vietnam, but I know that those are just different experiences. I have had people pay for meals anonymously at restaurants if they knew I was a veteran or with a group of veterans. I've had people come up to me and just randomly give me a hug and thank me. It's wow. it's it's loved. It's a feeling of respect and love that you you just don't see maybe in everyday life and we and I and I've always appreciated that. That's fantastic. Well, hey, thanks for sharing that, Zach. Thanks for sharing your story. And I really appreciate you being a part of our congregation. You know, you represent a lot of people. As I'm thinking through 21 years at Carterville, you know, I'm thinking about lots of folks who graduated high school and went off to the Marines or to the Air Force or to the Army, you know, to the Navy, to the Coast Guard. I can't think of anybody that went to the Coast Guard, but I do have a cousin in the Coast Guard. That's right. Um, I can think about lots of people who have, you know, a son, a brother, and lots of prayer requests over the years. I think about guys who have deployed, left their family for months, and uh, and I, I guess watching from a pastor's standpoint, I realize that your journey, your experience represents lots of people in our congregation. So, um, so thanks for serving. I really appreciate what you've done, but thanks for helping us think about that path. So church family, it is Veterans Day. I encourage you to, um, to reach out to family members and friends, show your respect. Let's make the day count. Zach, thanks for your time. Thank you, Ben. 